1: kids do you like pro wrestling we like pro wrestling too this is shake them ropes eight year anniversary and i believe this is the 500th episode or somewhere thereabouts um want to do a little uh personal self uh, uh a little fart smelling here uh first of all anybody who's been here since episode one or two or the early episodes thank you so very much it's been it's i didn't realize it had been eight years it feels still like four to me but yes it's been eight years we debuted on february 6 2014 uh rob mccarron this is his uh this is his baby i was brought along for the ride and then i just kind of became the permanent co-host so uh as always thanks to rob McCarran. and uh especially because I've, I've actually not thanked him enough chris Novembrino for taking over for Rob, when Rob decided he no longer wanted to do this. Um, and you've been here longer than I ever thought you'd be, quite frankly. I thought I would have driven you off by now, uh, personally.
0: <laughs> uh, you have your weeks. <laughs> well, a- a- and, and and sometimes I i just need to, after the show, go and scream in my closet <laughs> that is soundproof for a little bit. But oh, like
1: wait, you have a soundproof closet and you don't record you- in it? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I know. I do actually have a soundproof closet, and I don't record in it. Because, <laughs> you know, frankly, I, you know, I I just stopped thinking it really was making a big difference, and so <laughs> it started it started being more about yeah. me being comfortable during the shows. <laughs> I think
1: you you could see the ambient this, the ambient noise really.
0: <laughs> I think you could see this general change in my demeanor and the increased usage of the bathrobe on air. I just <laughs> want to be comfortable now. When you just I want talk. to be com- you've, re- After, you've reached
1: boomer status now. Well, That's no, okay. I now
0: have two different podcasts that have five hundred plus episodes. Is that a flex? Yeah, it is. I'm flexing. Um, and uh, at this point, I think I've earned bathrobe status. That like I I can just. <laughs> Wear a bathrobe on air when I want to and I don't need judgment and and good on me, really. Yeah. I I, Uh, I wanna I wanna say first first of all, I'd like to thank me. Well no, you know, there's a lot of people I look up to, one of which is me. I really look up to me.
1: okay uh anybody who came over from the fightful family when i was over there uh thanks to you thanks to to voices of wrestling for putting up with this nonsense for 500 you know killing the purity of their of their fan base by having jokey mcjokester here doing doing his clown show about wwe and domestic wrestling and uh what a send a word of encouragement because uh, guys over at the Super Cast are a bit down because New Japan's having a rough time and they're just like, we don't want to do this podcast, but we like each other still. So Joel Damon, trust me, been there many, many times, many, 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 many times when booking was bad entertain yourselves on the podcast and then people will listen. I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, Chris has done a show that nobody watched and did a podcast about it. So he understands that too, kind of.
0: Yeah, no. Look, uh, some people liked the Lucha Underground show, but then, like, I didn't. You know, I, I didn't say
1: people didn't like the Lucha Underground show. I said people didn't watch the. No, I, Underground no, no, no. <laughs> That's what I
0: was about to say. Is but the feedback <laughs> I started getting was so I don't actually watch Lucha Underground, but I but enjoy enjoyed the show. Yeah, well, because I I started making it like a fifteen minute tight punchy recap thing towards the end there, and like you know, I didn't because it's only one hour. You don't dwell. It's an easy thing to digest. I mean, like, look, if you need to change gears. Like I I think I would advise people for any tips in longevity, like don't feel like you need to do 500 of the same show. You'll drive Mm -hmm. yourself crazy. Um, periodically change what you need the format of the show to be, whether, you know, whether it's been this show or the politics show, um, changing the formats, honestly, what keeps me sane and what keeps it fresh. And if it's not fresh, then, uh, people, you know, people will notice that.
1: For those of you doing math and wondering how we got to 500 episodes in eight years, uh, pay-per-view live shows, and also uh, yeah, there was that there was that ill ill-conceived time I decided to start doing Shake Them Ropes twice a week because I wanted to cover every show that the WWE has put out there. Uh, so I do like a Raw NXT show, and then I do a SmackDown NXT UK show 205. Yeah. And that was, and then I ended up killing my listenership, which just <laughs> which wasn't good. But, uh, and, and thanks to all the sponsors over the years. We have two this week uh, Hello Fresh and My Bookie coming in with a Super Bowl read. I yolo a ticket, Chris.
0: I, I'm proud of you.
1: I do. I, no
0: no like I I think what you want is condemnation but I'm not going to give you that. No it's I, it's I think just, it's right.
1: It's 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 a it's a tremendous waste of money and I get that but I wanted to be in the building if it happened. And and plus I've always wanted to go to a Super Bowl and I, I I'd be kicking myself if I didn't go and they won. Uh and plus the ladies the ladies aren't falling over my 810 credit rating Chris that's a flex from me. Uh <laughs>
0: Look at you. I, admit, I, I didn't even know they'd go that high. Yeah. I I, I, I remember that you're telling me they go over 600.
1: I, what did I go? I went in for some kind of loan or something like that. It was a small one or something. I go, what's your credit rate? I eight, 10. They just looked at me like, I've never even heard somebody have a 700. It's like, yeah, look at this. Here you go. USAA. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it doesn't do me any good. And you know, it's just, I, I say to myself, it's just money, even though it was tremendously overpriced. But, you know, we're as my brother, my brother texted me, we're all maggot food. Eventually, it's like, thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. Uh,
0: uh, so, <laughs> no, I think it's great because, like, you know, we were talking before the show and, and I said that one of my regrets was that I didn't go and see the Mavericks when they were in the NBA finals uh, back in 2011 here. Um, and that would have been a lot of fun and you know, everyone's really excited for the big game this week yep. uh that's coming up here I, I was at the grocery store stocking up on groceries after uh, last week's storm which was more mild than expected and um stopped in the bathroom and uh there was a nice gentleman who had found himself locked in the bathroom stall <laughs> that, he was having just the hardest time um i explained to him how the door latches work and he came out and we washed our hands and he introduced himself. It turns out he's a passionate Rams fan. Um, and, and he said, Hey, you know, if you've got an extra minute here, Chris, thank you. Thank you for your help. Um, I'd like you to come out and meet my family. And, and I did, you know, I went out, I had, I had some time on my hands. Um, and I met all four of his kids. One, two, three, and four. Introduced, like- yeah. you yeah, know it, it was, it was a wonderful thing. I, I like Falcons, <laughs> the game unites people. Um, and, and I just want to say to you and all the Bengals fans, best of luck. And for the Rams fans, enjoy the game next Tuesday. (laughs) I didn't know where that was
1: going until you said that the guy locked himself in the stall. And then I knew it was a bit, (laughs) you had me going. I thought, oh, it's going to be about like people buying snacks and all these other things. Just, oh, that was so good. You let me on there. Uh, sad news. I'm going to start off with, um, candy divine. It's not a name that a lot of people know, but she's underappreciated in the world of women's wrestling, really, because uh, former four-time AWA women's champion passing away at the age of 63, four-time, I believe, AWA champion uh, back when the AWA was really pushing women's wrestling, but they only had like four women, whoever cycled in there. It was Wendy Richter, Sherry Martell, Medusa Michelli, who were all much bigger stars, at one point or another and then candy divine also in there she also competed in global i remember her in smoky mountain as well and also the uswa she was also a mainstay in herb abrams uwf in the 90s uh along with uh i believe jacqueline and, and ivory were both part of that crew as well um and even even getting some time when they uh, signed uh, when wwe signed old medusa michelli under the uh, lundra blaze name uh doing some prelim work for her so uh you know, she's not a household name, but I, I do think she is somewhat important in terms of no other territory was really doing a lot of good women's wrestling. It was a lot of you know TNA and rolling around on the mat, and I think Misty Blue was one of them. you had Dark Journey in there. Uh, Missy Hyatt would occasionally wrestle, I think, but you know it wasn't really. Serious stuff, uh, except for the AWA in in, in some ways. So uh, I, I just thought I'd, I'd give that little note of of history.
0: I I have nothing to add.
1: That's cool. Uh, getting into the news, uh, most of the news this week is all uh, talent related in some way. Uh, the former Ring of Honor women's champ, also seen recently on Impact, dropping that title, Roxy, has reportedly been offered a WWE contract. Really like Roxy a lot good luck to her in the four years of trying to get over because she's not a six foot blonde. (laughs) And then maybe eventually something catches on good wrestling. will get you so far in the WWE, but she's not the type. And it's one of those weird things. I get the dream. I get the dream because everybody grew up on W and this is the dream, you know, and maybe the money is very, very good. It's just one of those things where I think it's going to be an uphill climb
0: for her. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I also, I think with this younger generation too. Um, w- why not wait and just see if WWE's more amenable to you five years down the road? Here, um, I, I, the current regime isn't going to be there forever. Yeah, and and you oftentimes only have one chance on that big stage, so better to wait for future monetization. I, although, I mean, again. I am very sympathetic to that's the dream growing up, right? Yeah, you be and the that's WWE. the biggest yeah, company. Yeah, 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 but, but, but that, just still my the long big game dog. thought is that, yeah, WWE
1: is still the big dog, and and we forget that sometimes because we're in this bubble and we're a lot of us are rooting for AEW to become a a viable strong competitor. To, but dude, WWE is still Coca Cola on the shelf in the soda aisle, and it gets a lot of shelf space even if we don't like the product all that much. So but I like Roxy a lot. I, the stuff I saw from her in ring of honor was really good. Um, I'm wondering who she, my fear is she gets there. She gets sent to NXT and she's doing, you know, she's laying down for, for like uh, uh daddy's girl, Tiffany,
0: uh, Tiffany Stratton,
1: Tiffany Stratton and people like that, you know, lash. What, what, <laughs> whatever lashes last lash name is. legend, man, is you know, her. these names better than I do.
0: Cause uh, I, you know, I, know I it's, it's just, I'm, passionate about the product you're passionate about
1: nxt you You, and three people congratulations look
0: nxt i love the blue yellow green purple red chartreuse brand because they're fantastic you're
1: you're a deadhead
0: i knew it I, I, am, I am a bit of a deadhead. No, I'm not. I actually hate the dead. What are you talking <laughs> about? Why? No. There's some things I'm willing to joke about here, Hawkins. But, like, one thing I'm not willing to joke about is the Jerry is Garcia. Is your hatred?
1: No, hatred is a, no Jerry Garcia hatred- is a
0: wildly overrated <laughs> guitar player. At okay. best, mediocre. On his good nights, like, above average.
1: Oh, I got that little, I got the dagger in under the armor there. Man. I really to like, like, there's you.
0: certain things we have agreed to not bring <laughs> on to the air, and that was a low blow. I, I continue continue I your agree. show. No, I continue agree. your show. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine.
1: Uh, AEW signing three three talents this week, as we saw on Dynamite. Actually, two signed and then one signed after the show. Switchblade Jay White. Keith Lee making his debut. And uh, AQA after the match with Jade Cargill getting signed with, with AEW. Uh, AQA, known to people who are fans of the aforementioned nxt as a uh, uh,
0: zeta ramir, zeta yeah, ramir yeah, yeah 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 oh i know i am a fan
1: i yeah i i got i cut a little heat from uh from uh uh from people in my team when i said you know nxt had drastically misused her and it's like well and you know i had heard you know oh she's on the fast track to the main roster i'm like well if she was on the fast track to the main roster they would have kept her i know she had some injuries but the fact is, a month after that big, she had the big TV win over Tony Storm before Tony Storm got called up. Right, and right. then in, and then in the month afterward, she lost three times. She lost to like Mercedes Martinez, Sarai, and I believe in a tag match with uh, um, uh, against Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae.
0: Yeah, right, right. She was the, so uh, so. They never the
1: capitalized team. on the big win, and it just drove me nuts. I like her. That match against Jade was was dreadful. Okay,
0: but the only good part of that match was a shooting Jay- star. No, right. And, and, and like AQA made that match, which was a horrible yes. garbage piece of crap match um jade gargill's still really bad like while yeah. like
1: well, the, re- the, well, the referee is just yelling spots at both of them during the yeah. entire match yeah like, i know
0: i i know but like aqa least, needs a- some
1: seasoning she was trained by booker t but she still needs a little bit of seasoning
0: here i agree on that too but she's the only thing that made that match passable which was an otherwise dreadful match uh, uh the, the jade cargill standard
1: do we want to go into the other two or do we want to wait for the lazy river
0: Oh, uh, what are the other two? Jay well, White uh, and Keith Lee. Oh, we Which can we hit should. them up in the. We'll hit them up in the ways. Okay,
1: cool, cool, line. cool. And then finally, in the news, not that's light news week this week, kids. But uh, just two ratings things of notes because raw, you can't you can't judge that because it was on a totally different channel. It was on sci-fi because does the 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 Winter Games in China.
0: <laughs> which is oh, a rating skiing, flop, Which is a rating that skiing? Look like such fun, Hawkins. Si. Oh. Who, who, who among us doesn't dream of skiing out by a nuclear power plant? You know what? Life?
1: You know who doesn't dream of skiing next to a nuclear power plant and not getting a dry run to learn the course before you get to do it? And you're an Olympic athlete, and so you end up falling on all your runs because you don't know the course. It just this thing's a disaster. In a lot of ways, but you know, I haven't watched any of it either, which I'm disappointed in myself a little bit. I'm doing it on principle, doing it on principle, but
0: (laughs) I, I like, see, I like to tell myself that too, because sometimes I'm doing something and it's honestly for much more flimsy reasons. You, you ever do that? You ever do something I still, on Flip? But I'm still and, following that. But, but, but then, but then, then, I cover it up by saying I'm doing this on principle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and it makes it just makes my position seem much stronger.
1: Actually, I just haven't had time to watch it, to be honest with you. But I do want to watch me some women's hockey and some curling. So, uh, AEW this week up one million one hundred twenty-nine thousand viewers in the demo. It was five hundred forty-one thousand of the highest total viewership since September 29th. Pretty good sign. The other end of that spectrum, NXT, 400,000 viewers. Chris, can you guess how many in the demo?
0: Well, I, I want to start by saying there's a lot of disloyalty, obviously, for the red, green, blue chartreuse <laughs> brand. Um, and I would say in the demo, maybe about 75,000 viewers.
1: You are low, actually. It's about 100,000, but only about 25% of that people watching NXT the youth oriented brand are in the actual demo this means olds are what watch it. people like me and i'm not the you know i'm not i'm not yet in WWE's demo not old enough for that yet i'm close but my god what, what do they see in this thing because there's some good in it don't get me wrong but at the same time it's not a it's not a complete watch at all for me i mean you can i can cherry pick things i like but as an actual television show that's two hours of my time i i just i can't sometimes and and it's just i think a lot of people are saying because we're up for we're up for renewal of tv contracts very very soon that fox might bail on the smackdown gig to put something else in there i i have my doubts look was it as much as smackdown's
0: the only one that does halfway decent numbers it does Radio decent
1: Radio. numbers but it's it's value over replacement you sure. know there's yeah, yeah. still no, i agree there's that. some in the fox organization they're still pining over you know tim allen's sitcom that was and 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 that old person sitcom that they had following it that was getting like i think it was getting like four to five million a night and and this is only on getting, friday you know, night an, I on a friday you know
0: it was doing crazy numbers yeah it was doing it was
1: doing insane people love them from tim allen uh but yeah uh i still think nxt's uh, law and order reruns or see C- chicago fire med I want to see like Chicago bureaucracy and it's just like the accounting, the the comptroller, Chicago comptroller. And we have a drama revolving around the comptroller in the city of Chicago that because that's all they're replaying on USA. These days are, are those types of shows. And they, they, they rank higher than NXT live every, every night. The Sunday night law and order SVU gets just as much as NXT
0: I believe it. Okay. I believe it. No, I mean, I, I have made this argument for a long time that WWE's really good numbers need to be rated against what the baseline numbers are for both of these networks. And I think when you do that, you get to a much more honest assessment of how useful is this. And that's where AEW, I think, really cleans up. This is a show that has a unique audience that does have a value over replacement in a way that it doesn't feel like WWE or uh, either yeah, AEW's
1: or problem is they don't feel accessible to me
0: no, I think that, and, and, no.
1: and also there's some there are some issues with character and story development we'll break yes, there down are. the yeah. lazy river yeah. But, uh, yeah for sure closing up the news uh the news desk I guess uh time for our first sponsor my bookie your team might have missed the big game this year Mine didn't. Ha ha ha. But my bookie's double deposit bonus. Make sure you won't. With tons of exciting prop bets to choose from, there are hundreds of options to make this your most exciting Super Bowl party yet. Sign up at my bookie now. Use our promo code ROPS, R O P E S, to have your first deposit matched instantly so you can get in on all the action of Super Bowl 56 between the Los Angeles Rams and your Cincinnati Bengals. Our Cincinnati Bengals. Did you want to make a Rams joke? It sound like you're Yeah, about to no, come no in. Rams
0: fans. I just want to remind you real quickly. Th- my bookie only takes real traditional dollars so actually I think they take
1: Bitcoin too
0: and and they'll take Bitcoin as well but but if you're at home making nfts on a post-it note with a permanent (laughs) marker they won't accept that monopoly money or money that you found in other board games they won't accept that you have to use real traditional dollars but if you're looking for some action my bookie would be happy to have you they're accepting Rams fans and Bengals fans alike yeah. And they'll ha- they'll happily slow down every explanation for you guys. <laughs> they have a they have a feature called Rams speed. Let me get back uh, which... to the
1: let me get back oh, to the reading. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the, the only way to watch the biggest game of the year could get any better is to get paid doing it. And my bookie gives you everything you need to do it, from betting the opening coin toss to the LinkedIn national anthem. Super Bowl prop bets are a great way for the entire party to get some skin in the big
0: game. Oh, real quickly, just Uh, want to remind Rams fans, there are two sides to the coin, so it's you you can't just go with heads. Keep in mind, tails is nearly as likely to come up as Mm -hmm. heads.
1: Now with MyBookie, they're giving you the chance to call your own shot by submitting your own Super Bowl prop bet to be featured on site for the big game. All you have to do is comment on the MyBookie Twitter page at MyBookie to get your prop bet featured. Don't miss out! Head to my bookie and double your first deposit up to one thousand dollars using our promo code Ropes. Place your bets and get ready for the unmatched excitement of the Super Bowl. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Uh, yeah, I looked at some of the some of the bets. I would be I'd be hammering unders on a lot of these. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Prop bets are a lot more fun than betting money line for me because I have an emotional investment in this game. Uh, I I have to check to see if they they are betting on the national anthem this year, because I thought last year people got hammered because the, because the, uh, because it it, because the national anthems recorded, it's not sung live and the, and the time leaked. So, so I think a lot of, a lot of very rich people lost a lot, a lot of money on that.
0: (laughs) Rams fans. That's, that's the flag song.
1: That's the flag song. Thank you, Chris. And now because we don't have a lot to do this week because uh, next weekend's the, uh, the Saudi Arabia spectacular. It's the lazy river of wrestling criticism. Anything we watched in the world of professional wrestling from any company we want, we're going to talk about right now, probably going to be a little bit more extended than usual because of the lack of news this week, but Chris, the honor is yours, sir.
0: Oh man where to begin you know what i'm just gonna i'll begin with smackdown tonight uh okay boy uh wildly surprised at the quality of work in the naomi and charlotte match i I just for by wwe standards massive over delivery one of the better matches that they've had like non-pay-per-view in, in a long time on any of the programs that they had i i thought naomi looked great here i love the finish of this match i thought it even though it still had that wwe we do our finishers or whatever i just thought it was kind of cleverly laid out the way that they they got there minus the the chop block spot didn't look as clean as it yeah. could and yeah and was yeah. also
1: there was also a little bit i think that the pausing there before she did the 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 second hip check or whatever the the feel the glow thing. There's a little bit of a a shaky part in there, but overall, I mean, I said, I think this is the best main roster Naomi match I've seen, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, Um,
0: that's fair to say. And
1: Charlotte even did some pretty damn good selling, I thought, here. She's never really required to sell all that much unless she's in a match with, you know, your Becky's, your your Ronda's, your Sasha's. I thought she did a good job here. My, My only issue with this match, number one, As I I said before, this is the annual in February Naomi push that's not going to lead to anything, which sucks. Because this, this match alone, if they had just left the finish alone and maybe had Naomi be heartbroken by the entire thing, it would have been like Becky versus Sasha at that one NXT takeover. She would have gotten over, I think, if they had just let it emotionally resonate a bit here and let it breathe a little bit here. But instead we get, so- we get Sonya and Sonia's getting the heat with Charlotte. And then it all, all of this, all of that great work they did to build up Naomi here was then to put shine on Ronda. And we don't need to put shine on Ronda because we already know the match at WrestleMania. We have two months to build the match to WrestleMania. And it felt like this could have been done two weeks in advance or two weeks later or whatever to set up a tag match between Sonia and Charlotte and Naomi and Rhonda. Cause we know that's what that's leading to, but it was just like, I'm watching this and I'm watching the crowd react and the crowds buying half of these, these falls. And, and they're really, and that's really the mark of a really good matches when you think there might be a title change when you weren't expecting it. And then they took all that goodwill and then they just, Gave it to somebody else pretty much.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think one of the big problems here too, is I have a hard time imagining Rhonda and Charlotte delivers at the level of uh, Naomi and Charlotte here. So I, th- yeah,
1: that's I, interesting.
0: Yeah. I, I think, I think the Rhonda match is going to have a hard time getting to the level of Naomi's match that she just had here. And so I, I, I thought that was a mistake. I don't think the making the save spot really helped baby Rhonda too no. much and, and if anything uh, I would have, if we needed to do a save Naomi spot, I would have had Zaya Lee, the, uh, the protector come out and just sort of advance that protector gimmick by running off uh, Charlotte and Sonya Deville, not to set up a match anytime soon or whatever, or actually maybe to set up a match along the way for this Zia Lee or for uh, this Ronda Rousey match. Um, but I just wouldn't have had Ronda involved in this finish at all. I don't- but I, I think they did that as a panic move. I think they're worried that Ronda, that's not connecting with fans,
1: maybe, but they definitely did to get the crowd pop around, and then people would yeah. go home happy that they got to see Ronda after Naomi lost. It's just one of those things where you know, I, I know we, we, I know there's a lot of Twitter accounts that make fun of, of WWE always wanting the heat, the heat, the heat, the heat. I, just the, the Sonya Charlotte beatdown, I think, would have been enough. Um, if you wanted to do it that way, I still would have just let this linger after the match and see, see how the crowd reacted to Naomi after that, just so that you have something afterwards.
0: Yeah, um, it's a shame. She had a really nice match here. I just don't see this going anywhere.
1: Uh, I'll stay on SmackDown because uh, there are two other things that caught my eye on the show. Uh, this report from Fightful Select about the New Day being reunited or that, that Vince now wants to reunite them because the, the, he misses the magic that's there. But at the same time that they're uh, I, I think I think that story is it, because, again, on Smackdown tonight, they own, they did not introduce them as the New Day. They introduced them as Kofi and Big E again. I, I think the loss is supposed to be the conduit to, to bringing them together. I thought that was a, but Cesaro not even getting an entrance shocked me a bit. Like he got the he got the uh, he got the currently in the ring Cesaro.
0: I I find everything that they've been doing with Big E and Kofi to be weird and strange and like like they clearly have no direction for these guys. Um, Cesaro and mistreatment of Cesaro. What what's new? Like this is this is what we do with Cesaro. Like we we periodically every two to three years really right. move him down to the lower mid card uh, yeah. for reasons inexplicable, and then people remember that he's a wonderful wrestler.
1: They are taping SmackDown for next week tonight. Um, I will not give spoilers out of out of respect for everybody who likes watching it live, uh, but something happens on the show. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Chris, go ahead and pick something else if you
0: want. Okay. Um, staying on SmackDown, I guess we'll just we'll just kind of okay. keep moving through here. I, you know, I didn't hate the Roman Reigns sit down interview. Um, uh, I'm gonna Goldberg Goldberg. I mean, I, I think that like there's a real chance that that actually happens during the match, and I think that would actually be good for Roman Reigns' character. Um, I, di- I
1: did laugh because you knew Vince had to get the dig in. This was a there was a lot of Vince babying on this show in yeah. subtle ways and, and overt ways because there was, there was the, the, you know, I have this note from Mr. McMahon who says he cannot stand corrupt WWE official. Like, of course Vince is babying himself for this, but also just the the, the Roman line. Um WCW
0: would still be in WCW would there. still be
1: in existence if I were still if, if I had been there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um I, I I thought that was fine. Uh Goldberg for his part, I thought that that promo was pretty rocky. Um I I didn't A little
1: think... there's they're still telling that line between that you remember the like I think it was the second time he came back. Maybe it was the first time where he was really good on the mic. Yeah. And it was almost like we found out Goldberg was entertaining on this run. And now they're kind of now they're now it's like uh, this is the fifth, sixth time we brought him back. Let's give him a new edge or something like that. It's like it's not uh, it's not really working.
0: I mean, I also just think Goldberg at this stage of the game saying you're going to see the old Goldberg. It rings hollow. He doesn't look the same as he did when he came back five years ago or four years ago now. right
1: no i yeah. mean he look. i mean he's has to be upper 50s maybe yeah 60 yeah he
0: i mean for a guy his age he looks he looks incredible. great he but looks i don't incredible. want but yeah. But, but, yeah. but
1: he's not but this is this is a member berries federation and whenever yeah. they bring somebody old or not old but somebody who used to be there they have to be at their peak otherwise Otherwise, it becomes the, the, you know, the law of diminishing returns. And they keep doing this. But, you know, this is mostly for Saudi Arabia.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, but, you know, I I thought uh, for what it was, I thought it was fine. Um, That's all I got.
1: Okay. I'm thinking about just wrapping up everything WWE slash NXT before we get into AEW. Sure. I'm fine with that. Uh, I I did watch. uh, I did watch NXT this week, and uh, I really liked that Grizzled Young Veterans Creed Brothers match. Oh, sure. Quite a bit. I, I, what are we going to do with the grizzled young veterans? Because I think if you brought them up to SmackDown or raw, they get over getting heat with, with Zach Gibson talking to the crowd. I do. I think, you know, that, that, you know, if he's, if he's running down the Yanks or whatever he's going to do, I mean, he can get that team heat on the mic as a heel team. I just don't, I don't think they, number one, they don't like tag teams, but, I think they're lost in this version of NXT, quite frankly.
0: I do too. And it's, it's weird just because like, they're not, I mean, they, they're when they were
1: brought over that tag team division was fantastic. And you were really looking forward to the ways that they could intermingle in that tag team division.
0: But I mean, this is a real Testament to talent really only can get a company so far. Like you had a lot of talented people in that tag team division and the booking and the in-ring storytelling is just sort of like not there right now. Um The creeds continue to be like a really bright spot. Um, I, I, I have long been singing the praises of Julius Creed. Um I think you just see more and more attitude out of that guy every week. I, um, I
1: like them, but again, it's, it's one of these things. The wrong Creed brother is the better Creed brother in their, in their eyes, I think
0: short stocky one they like they like brutus they like although, brutus although, although more. what's interesting is that they, they pinned brutus and they didn't pin julius so i don't know um uh, that that's the i remember a couple weeks ago they had brutus lose and he got pinned uh, by imperium and i was like yeah oh, interesting um julius was and julius was in there trying to make the save um Julius is the guy. I like Brutus. Brutus is fine. I like Brutus. Julius yeah, yeah. is,
1: is, is advancing a lot faster to me. Yeah. I mean, he ha- he has personality. He has good roar spots. I-, I loved the ending of that match where he's just, no, I, I got the pin here. Mm-hmm. And of course, Malcolm Bivens is just fantastic. He, yes. just, he makes the entire package. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to the dusty finals. It- I mean, this is the first match in the actual tournament that actually did something for me, which I really liked it. I, I like, uh, MSK and 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 uh, and the Creed brothers. I think that's going to be an interesting match.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it, it it just has like the MSK guys are the right size uh, for the Creed brothers um,
1: to throw. Yes, to throw around.
0: <laughs> I, and not, I mean, I don't think they're going to do this, but boy, uh, especially with the Creed brothers being very over right now, this is the greatest time to turn MSK heel. Um, like, like I I continue to that Wes that Wes Lee most grading dude in the world. Uh like it's like Matt Riddle on Overdrive.
1: More grading, Wesley or Jerry Garcia?
0: Wesley. Jerry is <laughs> at least it's the the dead are grading as like a as a Their unit.
1: Fan base are grading.
0: That's also true. But like yes. the the music like the vamping is grading. But like Jerry Garcia seems like he'd be a plea pleasant dude to be around. Wesley like Seems like you'd be like, yo, what's going on, bro? Like, all, all the time. Oh, it, it, although that Riddle partnership was perfect for
1: M- MSK. Oh, no, it's admittedly. perfect.
0: It's, it's perfect for them. I, I'm not denying that. It's just, okay. I mean, I also kind of think Riddle makes sense as a heel. So, I,
1: I you know, I, I'm... I'm torn there's a on way this to because, do him
0: as a stoner baby face, but the way they present him is much more naturally a heel to me.
1: Yeah. But they're never going to turn that flip that switch where he's just a killer MMA guy. You know, who just, you know, I, I you know, character development, not, not WWE strength. I mean, you're, you're a one note guy until they find something that works. And then you're that note forever, pretty much, unless you're Roman Reigns and then you get an arc, you know, which is, is depressing to me because it's like, I would love to see, you know, bro stoner dude you know learn all these things from randy orton and then just become a more randy orton than randy orton ever could be
0: you know yeah, right wouldn't it be great if like yeah he was like the the stoner like version of randy orton where like nothing fazed him seemingly and he'd like seemed to be
1: oh no he could be the stoner but he only does that to calm down Due to right. his rage issues, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like head in the cl- like yeah, but like every when he snaps out of the head in the clouds mode, it's just like assassin. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I mean, we can dream. Um, anything else in XT you want to hit up? Oh yeah, I bet you there's at least one more thing you want to talk about in XT. Karen Chew. Yeah, that's what I figured. Or Windy Chew. Windy Chew. Yeah. Still love her. I thought I mean, I thought the wrong person won in this match. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I I I didn't
1: understand that at all. But it's 50 50 crap. It's yeah, they're done to the 50 50 with her. Look, she is. She is the stupid palate cleanser that I need on this show that that is a bunch of goofballs that they take way too seriously at times. And I just, I I loved Becky Lynch's tweet where she goes, I want, I want Wendy Chu in the elimination chamber. (laughs) And I'm like thinking about that. I'm like, she could fall asleep in the pod. She could climb up to the top of the pod and take a nap. I'm kind of here for that kind of ridiculousness in a super serious match like that. I I am, but uh, yeah, no, she's, she, this is her niche. I mean, Roxy is a serious wrestler. Karen Q is a fantastic comedy wrestler. She just is. And so that's a place where I want somebody like her to work for 30 years and get all the money because that's pretty much, I mean, that's somewhere where you, I just want people to be able to go somewhere and find their niche. That's all. That's all.
0: Yeah. I I have no, I mean, look, you need to have, people in the middle of the card and these sorts of, yes, games. like the world important.
1: needs ditch the world needs Andre chases and the world needs. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like Wendy the, the Chews. Yeah. These characters are good. Um, I, I mean, I just look, uh, I, I think especially when you come up with a good character, like an Andre chase or like a windy Chew or whatever, you, it's not about making them win a title or anything. No, It's just about making sure that every time they have a match, it's really entertaining. And yes. Luck, and also not feeding the them
1: too much or making them stupid. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep not beating them too much Mm -hmm. yep
1: uh i have nothing else for nxt
0: okay cool uh where do you want to go next
1: well uh since we got through raw and 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 nxt and everything else yeah i mean i had nothing for nxt uk because i i I did not watch it unfortunately (laughs) i didn't have time uh so the world of aew i guess would be the where we would go and well
0: you know, be, before that Hawkins. Oh, okay, yes, that, yeah, yes. yeah. You know,
1: I thought you might have forgotten, but here we uh, are.
0: I didn't, I didn't forget. you, okay. know, you, you, you. I mean, you, you, I feel like maybe you had forgotten. Nope. No, no, nope. no, no. Well, good, good. I, I, so I've written a new theme song. Oh, have you? Yeah, I have. I have. Hold on. Hold on. The transition could have went a little smoother. Yes, watch. it could have. <laughs> yeah, No, the pedal board wasn't plugged in, Hawkins. I don't need your judge. You don't, you don't understand how tough it is. To I be just able... love
1: you saying the obvious. The transition could have been smoother. Well, yes, yeah. No, yes, it, it
0: could have cool. been. It could have been. It could have been. been. But you know what I want to say? I want to say, hello. Is it fresh? You're looking for <laughs> you hello, to... fresh. <laughs> What is hello fresh with hello fresh you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep skips trips to the grocery store and count on hello fresh to make home cooking easy fun and affordable that's why it's america's number one meal kit the new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you whether it's saving money by ordering less takeout learning to cook or prioritizing your wellness, HelloFresh is here to help out with endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm-fresh produce that arrives within a week so that you get the convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, Saving you the weight in the long holiday lines. Uh, it's not the holidays anymore, but you know, like the, look Valentine's day is coming up. Who knows? So it, it could be a big one this week. Uh, and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. Now Hawkins, you got your hello fresh care package this week. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and what'd you think of it?
1: Um, here's, here's what I really, really like. I am number one. I am not an adventurous cook, so to speak. Um, and, and by adventurous, I mean, uh, I don't buy a lot of vegetables. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's one of those things where uh, the pre-portioned ingredients and things like that works for me because I would never buy, you know, a, a lot of, you know, some of the spices that they use or some of the, um, like, I, I have no reason to buy a lot of cucumbers. Okay. I just don't. I like pickles. I don't buy a lot of cucumbers. I don't buy a lot of carrots. I don't buy a lot of potatoes. I am a meat and cheese kind of guy with occasionally some lettuce and tomato on top that that's pretty much my diet uh, as i've been avoiding carbs of late but but for this i i i, I uh i did some some adventurous eating i'm not a man who would normally cook something like couscous chris but i cooked some couscous chris
0: wow and you i like you you oh you did i you did cooked, you cooked couscous
1: they gave me couscous as a side dish with some chicken and I had never had couscous before I haven't had, you know, it's, it's not one of those things I've actually sought out to have before. Cause I'm just like, why, why would I go out to eat couscous? Because you know, whatever, but that's what HelloFresh does for me is they kind of expanded my horizons a little bit as to what I would try and what I would not try, because generally I'm afraid, I'm afraid to spend a lot of money on something like couscous, Chris, because otherwise, <laughs> And what if I don't like it? Then I've spent twelve dollars on couscous, Chris.
0: Yeah, no. I look, you, you're trying to save money, not spend money. Hello, exactly. is seventy two percent cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. And if you're Hawkins and you buy really expensive rice <laughs> and couscous products, oh, so, oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, now if you're if you're that kind of guy, this this can actually save you even more than that because. Again, you have weird consumptive habits where you're paying for I don't know what what's like gold milled grain or whatever I I don't, I don't understand. Well, why. let
1: me get to the The proteins are fantastic. The uh, meats that they have uh, are uh, just uh, absolutely fantastic.
0: Nice, yeah, no, I, I see. We've got recipes like hibachi sweet soy bavette steak and shrimp. Like if you're kind of not into uh, meat too, and they also have white cheddar wonder burgers as well. So
1: having those tomorrow.
0: Oh, there you go. All right, yeah, that see. was one
1: that was one of the meals they gave me. Yeah.
0: Okay. There you go. Um, so look, if you want to get in on this, you got to go to hellofresh.com V O W 16. Uh, that's vow 16, but I don't want to confuse the Rams fans. So I'm going to spell out the promo code here. V O W that's the double V uh, one six. Um, and you'll use that code for up to 16 free meals. That's where the one six comes from and three free gifts um so make sure to check that out hellofresh.com slash vow16 use that code vow16 for up to 16 free meals and that's that's what i want to say i just want to say hello <laughs> all right angie Is it you're looking for?
1: I-, I hope your parents enjoy your hello fresh
0: <laughs> I, Me too. I, I love you mom
1: <laughs> yes i may have given uh i have the i have chris's parents address. it's not, his, it's not his
0: fault i just get most of my mail over there yeah you <laughs> want to make sure the packages arrive
1: yeah, well maybe they'll fix you dinner on sunday it'll be hello fresh it'll be great
0: <laughs> right i haven't heard from them yet on it but you know i'm assuming they got it and yeah, if, yeah you know we'll, we'll see
1: yeah no i i like <laughs>
0: oh Lionel richie what are you doing
1: um for i'm gonna start in our aew department with dynamite and the very first segment i am gonna celebrate heel celebrations it is a lost art form chris it is one of those things where you know it's one of those things where it's oh birthday cake heel comes out baby face ruins it you know, crowd pops or whatever, but there is something special. And we, we had this happen when we did our uh, Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler uh, retrospective where, and, and this was a big thing in Memphis, you would have the heels get their moment. And it is such an underappreciated and underutilized plot point in the overarching, or overarching arc. You know, the Star Wars trilogy would not be as, fondly remembered i think unless unless the empire won that second movie in some ways, you know you have to let the bad guys occasionally win a battle because then that makes the good guys winning the war so much more satisfying and i i adored this i did the cardboard cutouts yeah it it was somewhat of a of a of a way to get uh wardlow over more and more as a baby face because he's not Respect him more, but let's also give some credit to Sean Spears as their knucklehead flunky in the pinnacle. Because the irony is, they've tried to rebrand Sean Spears as tough guy. Sean Spears gave some people advice that funny didn't make money, and uh, he's fantastic at being funny and being a goof and being 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 a disingenuous stooge. For people, I thought his facials here were fantastic. His, his, his leering next to Justin Roberts, having to read the intro was fantastic. I, you know, I, I loved, uh, I liked the punk part. I liked when uh, Tony Shavani had to get up and give him the mic, as opposed to punk, just coming out with the mic. I thought that was a nice little touch to that story too. I liked the threatening of a beating with bats and, you know, Hey, Wardlow, you got any brains you'd leave right now i thought that was a nice little beat of the story i i just loved this entire opening segment quite frankly
0: uh the mjfs i mean like his entrance is just great Um uh, yes. i mean
1: oh that oh with the with with the platform and the one woman who gives him the peck it. on the the one woman who gives him the peck on the cheek, and the other one who just sticks her tongue down his throat.
0: Yeah, yeah apparently she's, she's his girlfriend. Dude. No, like that. That's great. Nice, nice placement of that. Nice, uh, nice girlfriend service to by MJF. Class act. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I liked all that stuff. My only knock on it, kind of building on my critique last week, is I just think they've mishandled the Wardlow storyline. Um, yes, I would and- agree. And I actually, I'll go further on that. Like, it's like so weird. You know, he's facing Blade, or he faced Blade this week. Next week, he's facing Max Caster, which I just thought was like the most baffling of all the people on the roster to pair him with, like the acclaimed... Are really like one of the worst acts because they're a heel act that's also m- moving towards kind of a baby face tweener status yeah um i thought like blade butcher next week would actually have been like a per you know if butcher was available would, would be like a perfect but like wardlow needs to, especially if you're going to make him a baby face wardlow needs to be going against clear heel enhancement matches and while casters it's, a heel, he's like a cool heel. It's
1: a dangerous game to play because it's almost like everybody is allowed to know that Wardlow is getting a baby face push, except the characters themselves involved in the story MJF and Wardlow. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's one of those weird things where everybody's in on it, except the people who are actually, you know, it, it, it's a little too.
0: Well, I don't know. I I, I think especially after watching Sting and Darby a couple weeks ago where that acclaimed acclaimed interaction with Sting and Darby didn't necessarily go as hot for Sting and Darby in terms of, like, clear polarization. Right. I I mean, I just, in my head, the second I saw that billing on Rampage, I was like, man, I could see the powerbomb symphony on Max Caster being met with, like, ambivalence towards slight negativity of, like, hey, stop powerbombing Max Caster. We like this guy. Uh... Yeah, I I don't – I mean, because the whole point about the Powerbomb Symphony is uh, it's brutal – and so it really only works when it's either a nameless, faceless Scrubzo Magoo who's getting, like, wiped off the face of the earth, or someone like Blade, who is a clear heel, and you feel no, like, oh, poor Blade as he's getting, like, obliterated. Um, yeah. I, Max Caster, um, it'd be the same way with Bowens. Um, I, I think uh, in both cases, it would actually work against the story they're trying to tell with Wardlow, which I think is... Just a couple of beats behind where it needed to be. I, I I think Like a member of the
1: gun club here wouldn't be the worst thing in the world.
0: Yeah, right. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um I, I and especially if you're gonna make Wardlow so standoffish now, too. Yeah. I, I I just I think that's the other part. I, I had one problem with like Wardlow being so obviously standoffish during the MJF celebration, I think was just a little bit I mean it made MGF look a little stupid. Like okay. he doesn't realize that he's got like a wolf in the in the door, you know, in, in the fold or whatever.
1: Fox in the hen house. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got what you're saying. Uh pick something from AEW that you want to talk about.
0: All right. Let's uh Let's go into Dynamite. First of all, I, I just broadly speaking, this Dynamite show is really good. It was really good. It was really good. There's only
1: um, one misfire for me, and we talked about it. Oh,
0: anything. yeah, yeah, yeah. So next, I would say the uh, Inner Circle team meeting here. Um, Let's go into this. <laughs> okay. God, God. Um. Uh, Jericho can't keep his heel and baby face work, work straight from month to month or week to week to the point where it's, it's I mean episode to episode uh he is sort of a baby face on commentary on rampage but then like he oscillates back to this attendance is mandatory but even when he's explaining the situation with uh santana ortiz on the mic while on commentary and rampage he's doing in this almost baby face way but he was being a total heel during this promo and i like all of this stinks. Like I, I, I'm just, I'm very checked out on Jericho. Can I bring um,
1: up another thing that he's doing that's driving me insane? Sure. Is that, is that this is like late stage when he was a special attraction, WWF Jericho, where when he, every time he's on camera now, he's trying to get a new phrase or a new gimmick over for a T-shirt, because that influencer thing is death he's calling himself the influencer yeah uh yeah we were talking about the influencer thing it's just it's it's like that Rudy tootie booty thing he was doing oh
0: yeah that's right in in
1: wwe where it's like every time i go on camera now i'm trying to try and get a new phrase or something a new t-shirt to get that money get that sweet lucre and i'm just like okay but no like like the, the the snapping at sammy didn't make sense in context
0: no that just came out of nowhere right like it it was it was just like shut the hell up sammy like oh oh okay it's he's
1: become unhinged even though he was in the right last week for everything because power and powerful were not acting you know
0: that's like like that's the the worst part like now he's the bad guy this week even though like yeah like, like and proud and powerful still have not watched the videotape um from the match like they still have no idea how they won that match
1: hager not doing anything it's like i I would have liked a little bit of character development for hager here as to how he felt about everybody else you know even if he is just going to be dumb muscle for jericho that's fine but they also had um uh the the, the thing that that got me was the line of you know every time we had, had had a chance at the tag team titles you stepped in and I don't think that was true necessarily, but the way they could have gone around that was describing about, cause I believe La sex gods did get a tag team title shot at one point, you know, him and Sammy, I, I think, I think if they had just played up the, you know, every time there was a big tag team match, it always ended up being you and Sammy instead of us. I think that would have been a little bit better than, than how they did. Cause that was a little bit like, I was trying to think, okay, but what, you know, I bet you they didn't want to do
0: that because they wanted to have Sammy be dead in the middle. Yeah. Like, like like that, I mean, it, there's just so many plot holes here in this inner circle storyline, and I I mean, I'm just way over caring about the inner circle. Right. Um I mean, if anything, like the best thing that happened in all of that was Sammy took off his colors, and he basically was the first one to quit because to me, if the inner circle story is not working around Sammy Guevara at this point, what is the point of this? Like the, the big problem here is that the breakups all centered around proud and powerful, when really it should all be centered around Sammy becoming bigger than this group at this point that he likes these guys, but he's outgrown them.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is so, I'm going to be happy to see them all go their separate ways. Cause I never thought them Look, the inner circle should have dissolved after, after blood and guts. I, I think yeah, we're all right. in agreement for that, but yeah. Um.
2: In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan I'm getting I was able to open an arena club slab pack and and I'll be honest it was a lot better than what you normally do say you go to a card show and there's a random innocuous brown bag of cards and yeah you can open it and look it's gonna be junk you're you, you know what I mean like you know what you're probably gonna get in those maybe you find that fun and sometimes I do sometimes I like just opening up cards and saying oh, hey look at some random cards or whatever but if you're really in this game to to find value and find particular cards Off Again, that's arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net, arenaclub.com slash V-O-W-Net for 10% off your first purchase on Arena Club. And we thank them for sponsoring the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network.
3: These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Uh, any,
1: anything else on the inner circle you want to talk about? No, I'm done okay. on the inner circle. Okay, cool. <coughs> let me let me then wax about the other just fantastic thing on this show. <coughs> Kazunite.
0: Thank
1: you. Uh, FTR versus Punkin Moxley. Woo, what a fantastic match this was. Finally, I, th- I think FTR got to lead a little bit more as compared to look there. There's no doubt. We talked about here, their chemistry with the Lucha brothers, not very good. Um, And you can, you can probably speculate as to why, or, you know, th- I think there's probably some communications issues. Maybe it was depending on who wanted to lead, but this was pure tag team 1987 uh match i i i adored the hell out of this thing uh a little surprising that mox was the partner i thought this was gonna be where they debuted keith lee originally but they did that uh earlier in the show uh but the match itself was great we got a vege we got a midnight express vegematic in here um a couple of the spots made me hold my breath like the uh the tope spot where they're holding up uh punk and, and mox comes out and lands on all three of them that that made me hold my breath a little bit more but as, as well as uh i look you all know i'm a tully blanchard fan the coming in there just hitting him with the jacket and punk just laughing at it, that is straight out of the jj Dillon school of 1980s interference right there and uh look he, he did he didn't go up smooth for the for the gts but he got up there and he took it and he died, which is the exact thing a, a manager should do at this point. But man, I I, I absolutely love this match.
0: Yeah, I, I just thought that this match didn't overstay its welcome. I thought that Moxley and Punk were like a real great television tag team. It was something new and fresh that we hadn't seen before in the ring, apparently ever uh, from what I was seeing. And that it just it, it felt like... When they signed guys like john moxley, brian danielson cm Punk, these are the moments that I am here for, and this is these are the moments that I want out of them and so i and i found a number of you know like the, what Danielson's been doing I've not necessarily been like all all over um punk sort of hit or miss i like i, mean, I think punk's great, but like I, I think this m j f program's kind of like I mean, dude, it's been going on a long time now at this point. Like, like, we sort of ran out of story to tell a minute ago. I get that we still have now this this defeat in Chicago to build around, but, like, I, the, the feud itself, it lost steam several weeks ago for me, mm-hmm. um, despite the good match. Um, what I'm looking for are moments like this. I want Moxley and Punk and and uh, Danielson in a faction together, you know? I, I, I mean, there are all these guys from the last decade who have, in my opinion, unfinished business because the industry that they were working in, WWE, the company they were working for, um, was not utilizing them to the best of their individual abilities. Uh, and I so did I, like Danielson. enjoyed this match.
1: Danielson's wrap-up promo tonight on Rampage was really good about him wanting a relationship versus a one-night stand. I thought that was clever.
0: Yeah, I liked that too. That was good. Yeah, so uh, I guess... My thought here on the title match, it was really, they worked hard. I know Adam Page is bleeding during these title defenses and all that, but just no intrigue in this story. The... Outcome was never meaningfully in doubt. Um, it would have been bad to have Adam Page be seriously in peril against Lance Archer, given the shakiness of the, the title run thus far. But this is also not fun, and it wasn't even really that fun to watch him finally overcome Lance Archer because he didn't really hate Lance Archer during this feud either. Like, I, I this this was just I feel bad for Page because he's killing himself for stories that are just not killing it.
1: Yeah. The most intriguing part of this match was the whole Jake Roberts interplay where he wanted to, uh, he wanted to do the, uh, the DDT and, and, and Archer said no. And then eventually, uh, and then eventually Paige got the DDT on, on, on Archer. That that was the most intriguing part. And (laughs) Jake just flipped him off, you know, just did that, "Eh, whatever type of thing. So we had two debuts in AEW this week. Um, both hyped one. Well, actually one was hyped and then one was, I mean, and it was also not delivered as they said, was, cause it was going to be Tony Khan's going to make a big announcement and somebody's going to sign a contract and come through the forbidden door and slam it. And there was none of that, but we did have two debuts, one of which the first of which was Keith Lee, uh, the Keith Lee, Isaiah Cassie match. Pretty good. I thought uh, he looks comfortable. In AEW, where he looked—I mean, you watched him in WWE and he looked uncomfortable. But there's always that thing with me, and it's just a personal preference type of thing. Keith Lee's going to get to do what Keith Lee wants to do in AEW, and that's good in some ways. But and I said this on on the Dynamite show that I do, Chris. I, I said uh, Keith Lee has a bit of a Brody Lee problem. He's a big guy who likes doing small guy moves. He likes doing the aerial stuff. And look, I love me some headhunters. I loved watching them do like, uh, you know, big guys doing moonsaults. I'm here for that. Bam Bam, Bigelow, Vader, the whole deal. But at the same time for me, I, I he doesn't do enough power stuff for my liking in some ways. And, and I think the way that he's working right now, he's going to break down a lot quicker like I, I want more. I want. I actually kind of want more Vader out of him, to be honest with you. But I know that that's probably not what I'm gonna get. So I guess I should be happy because he's gonna be happy here. But at the same time, it, 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 uh, am I off on this in any way? Because no, t-
0: I I think that what you have in Keith Lee, in my opinion, is like a baby face Vader at, in its best presentation. And like this is a guy who, if I
1: but he's not if, violent it, enough to be to be. I, I, I
0: get you. I get you. Let me close the circuit here. Um, if I, I I want to enjoy when the latency is not kicking in, you you have to see it's a it's a, pre, a treasured commodity here tonight. Um, <laughs> so uh, I would have Keith Lee be on a trajectory where ultimately he's going to be the guy to face off against MJF in the first like major feud when MJF's the the champion. Um, I'm assuming at some point MJF's gonna beat Paige. Uh, and I would be trying to build up Keith Lee as a juggernaut and see if there's like a real like land swell underneath Keith Lee to see Keith Lee in a main event picture. Yeah. Um I, I know they're like, oh, we're putting him in the TNT slot. I think that's very unambitious. I think Keith Lee, like when I saw him this week, look especially compared to a lot of the guys on the roster, Keith Lee looks like a heavyweight champion. The rest yes. of the guys look like a mid mid card champions.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I loved the power bomb spot after catching him on the outside. I thought that was a great post match. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Look, Isaiah Cassie flew for the guy, and and you know, and we got to see the greatest hits of Keith Lee. That's great. No longer Bearcat, also a good thing.
0: Um, is it? Is it? <laughs> oh yes, yes, it's very. Oh, Look. I don't know about that Bearcat. It's not quite slapjack level in terms of gimmick, but like. <laughs> I just thought there's a lot of tread left on the Bearcat tires.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he's got he. I mean, he look. I mean, look. He 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 worked that crowd before the match. I mean, he did all the he played all the indie hits where it's like you know bask in his glory and let him let him conduct the crowd and let him get himself over. He's gonna be fine in that in that respect. Uh, the other one is Jay White, former New IWGP Heavyweight Champion, I believe. Jay White. Uh, Jay White, who has been working impact and indies here in the States and boy, between the, between the debut and the appearance on rampage, I I have some concerns. I do. He's going to have to cut some promos, man. He is going to, I mean, look, he is a great wrestler. He's smooth but I, I kind of put him in that same category as, as like a Dolph Ziggler in some ways he's, he's very, very smooth, but he doesn't bring the violence enough for me a little bit. Um, you know, he, he is a, he is a product of, of new Japan post Nakamura to me. And, and that's what a lot of new Japan is for me right now. Um, and I just think, I mean, having him be almost a stooge for Adam Cole is a bad idea here.
0: Yeah, I just don't like the the Cole pairing. And I think, you know, when you get a guy who's been an IWGP champion, your goal with his presentation right now is heat him up for a feud with Adam Page. I think having Jay White be Adam Page's first real point of resistance, um, that's got some real intrigue to it. But I think that that works better if Jay White's just coming in from out of nowhere. And we don't really know where Jay White's loyal. I mean, I, I actually kind of think that this whole... Bullet Club thing is going to be a bit of a swerve, and we're going to see Jay White's going to be his own, own man or something like that. But I still would have just had him right on a collision course with Paige right from right from day one.
1: Yeah, I just, I, the, the the little da cameo in the middle of Days of Our Lives Bullet Club just didn't yeah. just didn't really it it didn't do it for me, quite frankly. Um, no, now I also call him jacked up Miles Teller, and I can't unsee it now because cause he looks like actor Miles Teller, but just really kind of buff.
0: <laughs> I, I see, I see him as uh, like, it's basically Neville, if you like, took the Neville beauty factor and raised it up two points.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, let's go to something else that we both just kind of got real shocked on. I think we can end on this as, as well. The, uh, we, we're watching Rampage and it gets to the Layla Hirsch, Chris Statlander uh, recap. And Statlander pulls this line out. If you behave like that as a child, no longer your parents gave up on you or gave you up. What? (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm sorry. What did you just, did you just pull a, a, oh, and you were adopted. (laughs) I'm like, you're on a playground of some kind. This is not. Something for your whimsical baby face female and your whimsical baby face stable to say in a feud necessarily. There are there are lines where you can get heat.
0: That one makes you a heel, Chris. Well, yeah, and like I mean, the whole you're a bad person because your parents are bad people. Like that, it's exonerative. Like it makes the heel sympathetic. It makes you a heel, and then worse still, it makes the heel. The person you're kind of rooting for. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, she's angry and bitter, but we know why. Yeah, I she's want a, her to kick some ass. Yeah. She has, yeah. A,
1: she has a chip on her shoulder now, but she's she's entitled to it. she's just like, oh
0: my god. Wait, so yeah, she's a dick, but she's trying to prove something to herself because her parents didn't love her and they put her up for adoption. Like oh. it, it, it it makes Layla Hurst the baby face, it makes Statlander sort of the heel. And and they were already sort of casting against size. Um, here and I mean, like you and I were talking before the show, the like the best friends, that faction's just quickly turning into like a crappy version of the Adams family, man. Like with Danhausen <laughs> and uh, Statlander and Orange Cassidy's kinda like a cool version of Cousin It. Uh yeah, like I mean the, the Morticia and Gomez, I guess would be Rocky Romero and Tremparetta.
1: <laughs> yeah, I i the, 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 the Rapongi Vice Young Bucks match, it, it was Second match on a PWG card for me. It wasn't it wasn't particularly anything direct home about, but it was still solid. It just there's no heat on it. It was play the hits and and we'll get there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I that that line I just went, oh my god, what? Um, and I think we went over everything else on 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 Rampage that was worth going over, right?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I thought that you know some of the uh, enhancement matches here went a little long in the tooth, like uh, the uh, Rebecca Rampage.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. Rebecca Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Robin, it was Robin, Robin Rampage. Rampage. There yeah.
0: we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I mean the hook match I think is fine, but here, right. hook's another guy where it's like, I don't know what their plan is. Cause like, I, I mean, Hook versus Sammy seems like, yes, it would theoretically be hot cause they're both two hot baby faces, but like, don't you want to keep Hook on a trajectory where he's just like, annihilating people every episode. I don't yeah. Know. And
1: they're keeping them away from the rest of team Taz because it feels like they're doing a babyface push with them, which is more a problem with character development. Again, it's like, what do we want this guy to be right
0: now? In, in this sense, WWE and AEW do have this like one parallel. Like, that, hey, I'm not, I don't want it to seem like I, AEW is clearly the better show right now, but right. the inconsistent characterization of baby faces and heels, um, it catches up to you. It makes the characters less interesting. And, and like, I have no sort of delusions that WWE is going to change their ways, but like AEW, especially to be the alternative, really does need to be better on steady characterization.
1: I'll give one other interesting note. I forgot it was on dark or dark elevation, but uh, there was a match in there between two NXT casts-offs that I found, well, it wasn't a great match by any means, but it was fascinating to me in some ways, just the staging. It was uh, Danielle Camella, the former uh, Vanessa Bourne, uh who got brought up to the main roster and then never used and never put on tv and and we we commented on this she was like hanging out in scottsdale the entire pandemic and never going back on the road or going back to orlando to do tapings or anything like that and would occasionally pop into austin for like an acting audition which was weird i think she'd make a fantastic manager she's not a really great wrestler and she's getting a little um she, she has she has some veteran years under her let's put it this way i think she's in her early to mid 30s right now uh take on the uh rechristened killer marina schifrin old fight from fight and play which uh you know she's one of ronda's horsewomen she she knows mixed martial arts it's interesting in a, in a federation that already has layla hirsch in it and a couple other shooters uh and even getting Paige van Zandt involved in angles now it's it'll be interesting if you can uh if you can uh, uh if you can ride the way of yet another shooter type female in there i think they're always welcome in this type of sport and especially in these aew dark type shows which are just kind of doing squash matches and enhancement and you're doing some character building in here but not a lot of it per se uh outside the ring it's mostly that in ring here here's this person and they're doing kind of a squash match but the other person's getting some some offense in it which you know makes it seem a little 50 50 at times but it was just an interesting uh, it was an interesting matchup to me
0: in some ways yeah um i don't, I don't really have like a no that of,
1: no no yeah. no you don't need to comment on that You got nothing else we'll close up the lazy river call it a night get these technical difficulties out of the way uh i'd like to thank our sponsors my bookie and uh and hello fresh my bookie use code ropes double your deposit up to one thousand dollars Hellofresh.com slash vow 16 for 16 free meals and or or up to 16 free meals and free shipping i believe it was uh this has uh been shake them ropes 500th episode i'm crap game 13 on twitter you can follow the show at shake them Rose, part of the voices of wrestling family. Please listen to any and all of our shows on our network. Chris can be followed on the Twitter verse at DWATG. He does a show called ironically enough. DWATG stands for something. It stands for don't worry about the government. He's going to tell you about it now.
0: Don't worry about the government dropped an episode earlier this week or something i think yeah 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 <laughs> patreon.com slash dwatg uh i was on matt lewis in the news talking ukraine recently as well um i may get in here at some point this next week and record stuff as the ukraine situation continues to develop i'm i'm on that jag right now so if you want to hear my thoughts on foreign policy stuff uh by all means check out don't worry about the government probably sprinkle a little bit of domestic news in here but uh we're watching this Russia situation. We're watching this Russia situation.
1: Here's to eight more years. You're contracted, Chris. You have to. Do eight oh, more okay. Oh, oh,
0: okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs>